Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You guys, I'm back! We have an imposter! I'm back! back. There has been imposters here. No, nobody's been in, in, uh, kind of saying they were me since I've been gone. Hi, guys! We're back here doing your favorite after show, my favorite after show, for our favorite show, and your favorite show as well. Rain, I can't believe we're on episode six already. Three queens! Three You've queens? missed all of the October, so, I you know. know. I know. I am, you guys, I am so sorry I uh, missed October. I was, uh, I'll tweet a picture of it, actually. I've been working at Halloween Horror Nights, and uh, we work on Thursday nights, unfortunately. But I wore my Halloween costume, because I didn't get to wear it last week. Oh, I'm, a, I'm either a cat or Ariana Grande. I don't really know. Very castle-inspired. <laughs> all right. Three but, queens. But wait, we have to introduce you guys. Who's here? Do, what? We have J.B. Zimmerman. J.B. Zimmerman. Thank Mr. Phil Zetek. See, they know us. They don't need an introduction. Hi, guys. I'm Keith Markey, if you forgot who I was. <laughs> Welcome back. What's up? It's so nice to be back. Yeah. I, I, like, I really, really missed you guys. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's take the opportunity. What did you think of the last few episodes? And I'll also Quick tie in recap, some fa- sure. fan comments, because a lot of fans have written in uh, amazing comments. So I'll tie those in after your impressions of what four episodes four episodes point? four episodes i i've honestly i think the season is great i i think they're they're coming out with a bit be- like even better than like the first season came out with and i don't know i you guys as much as i love Catherine, and this episode made me i mean i just i love megan fallow so much but narcisse he's getting to me a little bit like in like in a warm and weird fuzzy way that i wish would go away like i i can kind of feel lola so um i don't know it's been so good and i really i i love the dynamic right now between francis and mary and i love you know there's there's not very many kind of love triangles that we're dealing with this season like last season was so many different love triangles young love nobody was kind of connected officially and so it's been fun to kind of see where these different storylines are going and what kind of struggles they're bringing in um in these episodes uh for this season and and they seem real they seem realistic which i which i like a lot of people last week yeah. uh, wrote for the fact of that that if the maid had been pretending to be King Henry, why she growled at, at Kenna. But I think it was <laughs> no co- – people knew about Kenna and the king. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, no, but, but I, everyone knew. Can well, I – go. I just think people are, are naturally catty towards Kenna because she's – I mean she's beautiful. Like yeah. – like that's what she did. Like it was no, like exactly. it was I like mean, a creepy like poltergeist like? growl. <clears throat> I'm used okay. to growling at people because I was working at Horror Nights. <laughs> Nailed so, it though, right? <laughs> right on. And obviously, the holy war between Protestants and Catholics—they think that um, the fact that that was very evident in the time 
uh, they they like that aspect of it as well. So that's I, what the fans have to I've say. I've been watching this PBS miniseries about it's called like Elizabeth the First, the Virgin Queen, or something. It won a lot of awards, but um, it's so interesting to kind of see that side of the story being uh, being played out. When I feel like I've researched so much on Mary's side of the story, and you know, we're this is kind of a historical fiction version of her, her story. So I'm this I was is fact. so. I was so excited. I know, Phil thinks, you guys, Phil, Phil thinks this is all factual, so just let him play along. It's a historically <laughs> accurate show. Isn't yes, it, it is. I'm pretty sure. It's actually a documentary. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, a, documentary. it's a miniseries. It's, yeah, um, they had cameras <laughs> back, back then. Docu- they did. They did have uh, cameras found back footage, I'm pretty That's sure. Right. <laughs> found. That's why it's so great. I mean, you know, it's so revolutionary. Yeah. I'm HD back then. It was beautiful. Be- I mean, they were so pretty, too, everybody who was back then. Like, all had good teeth and, you know... The hygiene, the really hy- yeah, looking everywhere. great. Uh- <laughs> well, the royal fans, obviously. Oh goodness, you guys, should we get into this episode? What? We okay, should. Wait, before we do, I I need to give. I'm sorry, it feels like God. We invite Keaton back, and she is just shouting out to people. I need to give a, a shout out to um, Samantha Mar Marcotte or Marcotte. I don't know. She made these. She tweeted at us, and Team she made Francis. these awesome Team Francis T-shirts. I love it. She has some great quotes from Francis. She said she'd make us T-shirts uh, if we let her know our sizes and uh, address. So, Samantha, uh, we might take you up on that offer, and then we'd have to wear them on the show. So I you hope you're okay with that. I'm going to be devil's advocate. You know what? I'm Team Bash. You are Just team because Bash. I like Mary and uh, Francis together, and I love Kenna and Bash together, doesn't mean I'm Team Francis. I want a Team Catherine shirt. Can you make a Team Catherine team shirt? Because she is, she is that, like, I don't know. She is amazing. I I'm Team Narcisse. team Narcisse. He is an Whoa. evil, evil man, but I love him. I Sexy man. <laughs> what, what are you? Are you you're, you're Not te- Team Narcisse, that's for sure. Um, I'm Team... Royal Bros. I know you are. T- can you make? Okay, so we need a team Royal Bros. What, need- is what, is, what, is, what is that? What is that? What is that? Francis Lace? and no, it's no, Francis, no, Francis and, Bash. and Bash. Like getting Just along, being brothers. Can't like, yeah, and he's out, running, like what? Running the castle. Can't Lace be part of that? Uh, he's yeah, a third he bro. Could be a royal bro. But he's not. We he's can, not really no, the best. We can true. Right, fair enough. Right. Maybe if you prove vote below, a bit, who he can get up to Royal Bro status? I want to know all the all the teams. I want I want a team sure. Catherine Catherine shirt. I like Team Royal Bros. You want Bash? That makes sense. No, I, I want, I'm going with the Bros. Part yeah, of the Bros. You want nice, Team yeah. Bros? Okay. I don't know. I I'm think, a medium, I think by the way. we could so almost make a hashtag for Mary and Catherine after this episode because they played an awesome mother and daughter team, and every I mean Phil said I think he said it best when like the episode was about halfway through. You're like, this is just a fun episode. It is, you know what, and they managed to move plot really well towards the end with England and all of that. But just in general, you got their dynamic. We haven't seen it in a while, and and this is something we totally didn't see. And then the role play and her saying, "Oh, she'll have my daughter will have to work for the two of us." <laughs> it was just fun. But it also Catherine best. Class, well. She also did eventually care. No, she did turn. And, you know, I was worried it was going to kind of be a filler episode, but it really, like, they came through with a lot of unexpected little things that, you know, like that that we noticed. Catherine sort of took a turn for the positive. Like, we haven't really seen that side of Catherine that much being, like, a real human being and a real mom, kind of. Well, I mean, I, I... 
A mother-in-law. I, I think we're, we're we're getting. I know a mother-in-law. She wasn't. She for the first time. Well, she was a little bit of, of a monster-in-law because Catherine will always be True. a monster-in-law. But uh, she. It's so funny. I don't feel like she ever, like, even in those conversations where she was, like, literally giving Mary, like, good advice and trying to be as nice as possible, she was still being kind of very bitchy and being like, you just need to get over it, girl. Like, you got to, you know, you got to protect yourself, whatever. So even though it was good advice, you know, I, I would have not thought Catherine changed at all this episode unless we had seen that scene when she kind of takes Francis aside and kind of scolds him a little bit of, like, you need to go to your wife right now. You need to understand, like, what she is going through and make sure that doesn't happen. And it was just like, gosh, Catherine, like, this whole time you've been fighting this, kind of their relationship and the type of marriage they want to have and, like, reign they want to have. And so to see her kind of flip, I don't know, but I, I really, well, really liked it. I think it's because that's her son and she can kind of control him. But at the same time, the reason why she's being hard on Mary is because she's been there. And you know what? If if nothing else, you know, uh, she hopes that something like that can happen. But at the same time, if you toughen up Mary... She won't get her heart broken. Yeah. Right. She, I mean, Catherine said, she's like, I walked this road first. Like, you should listen to me because Mary just rolls her eyes to Catherine because she knows what Mary's going through better than anybody. Exactly. She's got the experience. She just did this whole thing. But also, I think she's always had an eye for the greater good. And she also sees this problem being nothing but future problems. I mean, if they're not communicating and they're thinking different things, Mary's just going to go off on a tangent and create a whole much more chaos. So I think that she's sort of stopping it before it starts and saying, you know, it, it is taking more heart, which is great to see Catherine actually has a heart. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's also to keep things together. She's a great facilitator even. And this, you know, she, she also had that line, you know, uh, France is a three-legged stool. You have to balance every single one. Right. Otherwise, if one falls, everything falls. And so that's what she's doing as much as she's, you know, poking at mary she's also poking at francis and we found out she cares about the commoners she does she absolutely cares about as a whole not individually (laughs) no exactly i mean she's so political she plays the game better than anyone i think and she knows that even people that she doesn't like like the peasants individually she's not a fan which she admitted but as a whole she realizes it's a necessary part of where she is and, and the whole cycle of things. Absolutely. So at the very beginning of this episode, obviously Mary and Catherine get they they their their carriage gets ambushed. They they get lost in the woods. They walk around. They find this tavern. <laughs> I just I just love that interaction with that with that guard. And Catherine thinks she's going to go in and just handle this situation, and she very quickly gets shut down. And Mary kind of like fix like has to kind of help her out, and she creates the the mother-daughter thing and then Catherine would be a great improver like that woman is like a yes and like pro she's like yeah yes and huh really Catherine Catherine okay great improver are you kidding me Okay. Well, she was going along with Mary like it was her job. We well, yeah, after the after the first. Yeah, well, I know. Out. Well, Catherine always has to have the first. Yeah, day. but she had her letdowns of like, what? We're gonna work? No. Yeah. So those... she had her moments. Yeah. of That was a no moment. No, it was so funny to but see. But she those... kept moving it on of like, my my foot just so hurt. My daughter will have to do the work for both of us. Like, she's so great. I yeah, she Catherine. did like the bare minimum of role play <laughs> to like make it, but I'm still not gonna do the work. And no, she, she was very ravenous. She like was. she was and all she was over this. that effing 
chicken. Actually, chicken. I think it's chicken. Yeah. Bella just gave me a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but part part of the reason why I like the night's episode is you forget that we know these people so well, and yeah, Francis is Francis, Mary is Mary. But in the world of the commoners, there's no picture or Instagram to go yeah. around. There's no tweet like, "Hey, King Francis and Mary selfie time." <laughs> you have to. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I imagine maybe why pint, paintings got made, but they took a long time. Like, if I was a king, I'm trying to like, like circulate that. There's no like TMZ yeah, website no where you can like, oh, there's a new painting of Francis and his beard. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's impossible for anyone to know what what they looked like. There's no no circulation of news other than like a scroll that gets passed via hand. Um, and it could it, be a yeah, it could be yeah. Um, which is why it was, I, I like that side of it, learning about the commoners. And I think it's going to come back into play in some way, shape or form beyond just the Elizabeth storyline. Right. Yeah. I mean, we saw a lot from the commoners today, like not only Mary and, um, Catherine being completely immersed with them, but even like with Francis running in, uh, Francis and his kind of party of searchers running into that woman on the road. Um, and then we also saw that cut of the imposters kind of, burning that those other commoners um land so it i i mean they're they're playing up the commoners a lot because you know obviously we had the plague that has kind of decimated the entire french just france in general um the food everything the commoners are starving so it's kind of interesting now like hello people like see where where everybody's coming from and why there might be uprisings and um i had no idea that the imposter thing was was a thing i mean it makes sense but I, I would have never thought, like, that was an issue back then. Right. I love those. So, it's I mean, so I smart. Gain, yeah, <laughs> I, that had to happen. And oh, it had stuff to. like that, the historical accuracy, as we were discussing earlier, of the show the is documentary great. Documentary style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the docu-style shooting that they do. Um, it, it's cool that they mix that in. Like, all these problems relate very much to, or can relate to... Things now, like politics, it's very similar how everything does work. But at the same time, it's so far back in the past, they do have these reminders of the setting. And it's cool that it's something that is so different to, and, to really make it. And again, going, it, it was just beyond the point of, oh, it's just imposters. It also, as you were saying, it has that political inclination that it's coming from England. It's not just a bunch of people that decided this was good. Right. Um <laughs> Like everything, it yeah, comes it's not from just the from, courts. Yeah, and yeah, that's it's not just that's the money. Yeah. So, um, Mary, well, no, yeah, actually, one more point. Do about it, that. do it, JB. It go. was just so surprising how fast that actor who's playing um, the fake Francis, you like, abused his power. He uh, went from basically because he was hired from France for this whole other ruse. He was hired by England. England, yes. Sorry, for like to take down France. That he was abusing his power with those peasants. He, like, burned their house down because they didn't give I don't, the, like, attractive I, I wouldn't say it was abusing his power. I would say that's what England told him to do. Like, their job, not only to steal money from these commoners, is to put a bad taste in their mouth for the royals, for their leaders, so that um, they will not support but, right, Mary but, I mean, and I, Francis I, claiming England as their own. Right. I think he just wa- got a little carried away, a little overzealous, to, to, where, to, where it went from taking people's money and, like, giving a bad image to, you didn't give me your firstborn daughter, so I'm burning your house down. I mean, to Jamie's point, it's very easy when you ba- basically have a free play 
meaning you can you can do something, you can do anything, and it's in the name of somebody else. You can do anything you want because it's not you. Hey, I didn't do it, and right. so you're having all the fun without any of the responsibility. I feel like it's like trolls on the internet nowadays. Like the people will be so mean on the internet and leave such mean comments. You guys don't because most of our fans are really, really, really awesome. Yeah, not you. negative. Cheers to the fans. You yeah. know who you are. Yes, we love our fans. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting that like you know that it's almost like human nature to kind of be able to hide. You know create destruction as long as you have some like other mask to hide behind um and it's is it human nature or is it just different people and how they're raised i don't well, yeah. know i, I think I don't a, know. A, a part of us would like to do that i mean if we got a get out of jail free card why not you want to burn somebody's house now well, no, i don't think again, that's why i brought it up i think he goes a little too far like i don't think i would i'd like to be pampered. a family because they didn't give me their first like child virgin slave I think, but, we, but at the same time, I think <laughs> if you did, if you were acting this role, like JB you, wanted it consensual. Well, no, I'm just so, I, I was we're okay, saying we're, it's too far. We're about to cross the line. We're about to cross the line. No, I, I think if you were giving in that role where it's like anything goes, like you are playing king, where you can do anything, you are above the law. I think most people would kind of push the boundaries, like if you were above the law it's like take anything why yeah. not like there's no rules anymore and i just go back to the, the right the episode's called three queens so the third queen is obviously the jenny jenny the poor girl that eventually gets uh hacked to death spoiler alert she dies not a spoiler to that <laughs> i was so sad i was like yelling at the tv i was like no she wanted to be a lady lady's made and lady's that's the made. point right so to, in terms of him here's a guy who who's had nothing in his life and now he gets to be quote unquote the king and you have this girl who's aspired to be a, a lady, lady and now, she, now she's a queen that's a- right i mean it's the same thing we saw with the queen of the beam Oh yeah! yeah. Like, nice. Bring that back, circle. She was crazy though. That chick was nuts. And then Henry had to go on and his on his crazy raid and like try to keep her around. That was that was a mess. That was an absolute mess. I'm so glad that Queen of the Bean. I loved when Catherine finally got back at her. Oh, it was so good. What did you guys think of uh, speaking of Catherine taking uh, taking the crown off poor Jenny? I mean, she, I was not surprised. Well, and she I mean, said she's herself. not going to leave it there. Just you never let dead. somebody take your dust, crown. Dust that crown off. I mean, Ever. she did. She did have that moment where she says, "You know, oh, poor girl." And I don't think she was playing for no, anybody. I, it was a genuine moment. But I think as much as she's trying to to teach Mary lessons, I think she's she's learning from Mary, and I think her relationship. As her relationship with Mary grows, I think she's growing and she's kind of changing as an individual and kind of learning to become uh, not Queen Catherine, but kind of the old, like, because she's not the queen anymore, but just Catherine again without Henry and not in full power, but still finding ways to keep her hand in kind of the honeypot with control over Francis and Mary. So I don't know, and, and I and I like seeing this character growth of Catherine. It's new. It's not the. I mean, we all love the crazy, manipulative Catherine, but it's cool to kind of see another side of her this season. Good point. I mean, I think she got so used to living in the role that she did have for so many years, being queen and sort of the head of everything. Now that she's got to adapt to a new role and a new sort of hierarchy in the whole system, she does have to learn a thing or two. She got so comfortable in 
having ultimate power. Now that she doesn't, she sort of has to play a different set of cards. Absolutely. I I mean, Catherine thinks that these... So when the imposters are there, um, Catherine is like, these people are smart, they know what they're doing, like, we better not say anything, let's just keep our heads down. And Mary all of a sudden stands up and stands up for one of for the queen, actually, about the whole, what is it, the goat's milk? Or ass's cow, milk. Ass's, ass's milk pond that the ladies <laughs> bathe in. Um, and, and, the, and everyone turns away. Cause... Yeah, everyone turns away, but then Mary kind of stands up for her, which then gains Jenny's trust and uh, thus allows them to kind of start that conversation, which which their plan was going well at first until Roger comes back into the room and is like, oh, crap. Stupid Roger. Although, just on a side note, it wouldn't be too far-fetched for the ass's milk pond because of the last pond scene we got with Greer, Kenna, and Lola. I mean, I don't know why you would clean yourself in donkey's milk, but whatever. It's for their, what yeah. they say? It could be good for the skin. skin. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I don't know. If you bathe in acid, no. <laughs> yeah, please, please let us in. know. Write in. <laughs> so anyway, they're up in the room with Jenny. Roger comes in. They're all like, crap, we're screwed. Roger kicks him out. We hear him beat Jenny up a little bit. And then all of a sudden, dun da 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 Armisen Gifford comes to the rescue. Um, who is one of the one one of the king's guards? Uh, am, am I correct? Yes. Yes, he is one of the king's guards. Because after they the they, they split, split up. up, which was never a good idea. Why, Francis? You don't split up. <laughs> Especially yeah. after you after you know, like, oh, the um, they made note that there's something about enough guards and them being ruthless. So if you know that people, these imposters are ruthless and they're willing to burn villages and kill a lot of people, don't split up. Right, but now that we know that he was sort of behind everything, he if they didn't split up, he would have probably never led them to where they were staying. Because he is sort of behind the scenes, like, controlling this whole thing. He obviously like wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly where they are, let's... Go save them when this is literally true. he wa- wants to lead them exactly. The this is direction. true. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I don't know, but I was that kind of really took me by surprise. I did not see that coming. That made this kind of fun little cheeky episode me almost go, all of a sudden go, "Oh crap!" Like, wait, wait, this isn't this isn't just fun. They're not all going to go back to the castle with Jenny and being all happy. No. This is serious. This is real life. This is a documentary. And <laughs> people will die um, in rain the documentary. Um, did you guys see that coming? Oh. Who? Uh, give her dying? Not or... give her dying. No, just in general. This in general, the, the whole setup? I did not. I didn't think it was that deep. I like that it was, though, because it made this episode mean something more. I yeah. think it's playing a part. Kind of globally in the season now. Instead Shout out of just to the like Rain Riders because this was really this was a really fun episode. Like it was not only fun but it was a really just good episode. I felt like yeah, it was fun and it meant something. I think it foreshadowed maybe more of a interaction between Mary um, and Elizabeth. Yeah, Mary, Mary and Elizabeth. Exactly. Um, well, so, what about what about Francis and Mary? Yes. Can, can, but, has she forgiven him? You Francis, said there was a look. Well, this is the thing. Francis Ooh. rides up. Francis rides up on his noble steed with his with his bros, 
um, right after they were able to, Mary kind of makes this horse jump and squish what's-his-name's face, Gifford's face. Um, poor Jenny died. Catherine takes the crown back. Francis and Mary embrace. Uh, they go back to the castle. Catherine gives kind of Francis the frickin' pep talk, like, dude, it's your wife. You know, go. Be with Great her. moment. Not Great to be overlooked. No. It... it I, I think I already said this, but yeah, it reminded me it. of like of the moment when she asked Francis, like, "Hey, what kind of king do you want to be?" And I, I love, I love when she kind of, I love when parents don't tell their children how to act, but they kind of like they they kind of like open a door for them and are like, "Here, you should maybe go down that way." But they yes, still give the them the choice. Not tell. They still give them the choice, which I still I felt like <laughs> Catherine. Even in the speech, she was a little bit more direct with him. I still, sh- it was still Francis's choice, right. and he was like, "No, you're right, mom." Keaton, you could be either a lady of the night with those cat ears, or you could be a lady. I'm a lady well respected. Where are you going with this? I'm just, op- I'm just saying, you can have one door, or you can have another. I'm not gonna be. I'm, I'm well respected. I'm here at After Buzz tonight talking about this documentary, Rain. <laughs> well, yeah, I did like how Catherine sort of told him why she was like. You are pushing him away, like, whatever it is, I don't care. It's going to cause problems, though, because she's just, if she doesn't feel the trust, like, she gave him all the knowledge to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. Right? And wasn't telling him to be, like, acting a certain way. It was just saying what's going to happen, which but is true. But the, the greater issue is still that, you know, um, yes, he told her about the truth of, of all that, but he also made a decision to basically go with the royals and and in this particular case the catholics against the protestants so even though they can resolve their issue of like her not having a baby and what he said he still has to be beholden to narcisse for the most part because of this blackmail right yes. so he's going he's- to make decisions that Oh, Don't absolutely. Make her happy. But I still I agree with Francis not telling her because he like by telling her he puts her in so much danger. Like then she can be held like like in in contempt and in uh for for being involved in the killing of the king, you know? So I res- How about this though? She if it is to come out, she will be by his side. She will automatically say, will. "Yes, I was involved." Because that's You're what right. she's going to do. Know Mary. And so why not just at least not have, for the time being, uh, an unhappy marriage and just be truthful from the get-go? If I was Francis, I would freaking tell my mama Catherine because she is so manipulative, she'll find a way to get rid of Narcisse. She would, fi- she would figure it out. I honestly think she would. And, and uh, Catherine would never do anything to hurt Francis. So... I think if she tells anybody, it should be Catherine, and I hope that happens because. Okay, so this is kind of half prediction, but it's going there already in this of episode course, anyway. Is the Lola Narcisse situation, and Lola's teetering that line of, "Do I like him? Do I not trust him?" Oh, I feel you, Lola. And she says a great line: "He's believable." Yes. It doesn't. I don't know. That, by the, that shouldn't be a great adjective for anybody. <laughs> Unless you're an actor playing a scene, that's not a good adjective. Yeah. Right. I think it will... Uh, I would agree with you, Phil. She's such a smart character. She's always been sort of the smart, smart one of the group. For her to really let her guard down and be actually with Narcisse, I don't know. I find it tough to see a future where they're together. You know, in a... 
Is that out of convenience? Because she got the dowry. Right. No, I think she is sort of seeing where it goes and seeing how she, uh, like, that's obviously a win for her. She hasn't put in anything. She pulled that sort of trick with, with the maid. She outsmarted what he was trying to do and got what she wanted. You know, I think she's going to continue that. Maybe she'll get a little closer, but I don't think she'll really let her guard down completely and, you know, pursue a, a legit relationship with him. I've, I'm taking dating lessons from Narcisse, by the way. <laughs> he's he's smooth. I'm telling he's you, like, the I, I hated Narcisse. Hated him when I left you guys, like, a month ago. I now, when I watch him, I get like all hot and bothered, almost like I I do I did with Henry last last season. Like, huh? Henry, like King Henry, left me and Fania. Like, woo! Narcisse is starting to do that to me, ladies, and I I can I can see Lola's intrigue. Not even without the freaking butterfly like birthmark, I feel it. Like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what it is about him. Well, it's lines like the hand is not important; it's the eye. You have to look. You have to see it. <laughs> and what what was the line that, yeah, the, that the she, she, is the, she uh, res- responds back to him? It was like something... You, the, 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 the beginning is always promising. The trick is to keep it that way. To keep it yeah, going. Yeah. Um, which I love. I love that they bookended that with... Um, because with it, 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 it also reminds us of Francis and Mary... Yeah, the beginning absolutely. is promising. Yeah, you true. have to keep it's. It just speaks to so many different things, and I. They're I so good. Their yeah. writers are so good. They weave everything together. It's like Crash. Um, <laughs> I am going to try these dating methods. I will let you know. I'm going to write a book. Yeah. The narcissist well, after the castle corner, to... we'll have the Phil corner. Yeah. The update. Yeah. No, seriously, that's. It's brilliant. I want the Narcisse, Narcisse to come lines. visit us. Narcisse, can you come visit us in, in studio, please? Here's the problem: with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, okay, I have Uncle to. Ben. <laughs> no, I have to use this power for good. I feel like it's almost too easy at this point. Um, did we miss anything? What else? I, can we talk about the like the hug at the end with Mary and Francis? We kind of we kind of jumped into Narcisse and Lola because I still think that hug. There was a look on Mary's face that told me she was like. Just doing her wifely duty. It did not seem genuine, that hug. Well, yeah, I mean, he still hasn't told her anything. He was just like, yep, yeah, pressure's rough being king. But she knew that something huge was hanging over him. And that's why he acted that way. So he, do you think the look is her being like, I guess I'm going to have to do what Catherine did. Like, I guess that's the way I need to live my life. Or is the look of, no, I'm going to get this out of him. Well, no, I think that nothing he said really reassured her into... I mean, Catherine made it very clear, like, romance dies, like, quickly. So you just have to get over that. And and she sort of was feeling when it didn't go in a warm and fuzzy way that, like, Catherine was right. Like, it is really starting to simmer off. Then I also think, you know, she's like, okay, this is great, but now it's going to take a little bit. And I'm going to need to see evidence that, you know, you can be trusted again. Yeah, I agree. Um beginning is always promising the trick is to keep it going speaking of that what the a great uh, line. i i loved the scene uh where narcissus and lola are having tea and he teaches lola how to do the bow and arrow and it was so funny because she's like i don't really know what i'm doing and it's like girl you're in narnia you know that stuff like come on and then immediately she just pulls it back she's like looks like freaking legolas like i'm like come on you know exactly what you're doing. Yes, clearly held a bow before. Absolutely. 
And nailed it. Bullseye. I know. That's a really, that's a great date idea. T and a little bow and arrow practice, Phil. Forget all the other circles. Focus (laughs) on just that. So So much sexual tension. (laughs) I feel like it's in like modern day rom-coms when they like go playing putt-putt or something and like like the guy comes behind the girl to line up the shed. I know. That's what I'm saying. Rain is like the best because, come on, step it up, gentlemen. Take her to a like a shooting range or bone. You know what? Range. But, but here's the thing. You know what, ladies? I got a complaint. Oh, the the modern day lady oh, <laughs> hates okay, like meadows good. and picnics. I'm like, what is wrong really? with you? Whoa, is that true? I know. I Can lived, you speak I love the, the meadows and, and the picnics. I think if I took my uh, my date to an archery range, she would think I'm a dork. No, I would think it was so cool. Oh my god, that'd be like the coolest date ever. I'm gonna take Sean. Um, his side on this. I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, it's that girl, ladies, that girl is lame, like man. That girl like that. is lame, and you should move on. Okay, no, that's such a cool experience. Okay, you guys are like Kenna and Lola. You guys don't know what you want. You read these snuff books and you want it, but like Lola, you guys, you know, and you go for the wrong man. Narcisse is as smooth as butter, but he's a bad man. But Lola knows how to play him. I mean, we see that scene where I thought I was like, oh, no, Lola, why are you getting naked in, in the tub? Narcisse is out there. And then we very quickly see that she actually paid her maid actually to, to bathe. And um, she, she kind of I, I, I honestly think she wins Narcisse's respect. I, I think, and, and we see a little flirtation back. She grabs his hand, and you're just like, is Lola now playing him, or is Lola falling for him? No, I th- That's I, what I want to know. I think, again, going back to the archery thing, the hand is not important. And so she's, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a magic card game. Like you're, you, it's the slide of the hand. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, the distraction. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's what your eyes on. And, and it's sort of what they're both, what they both want. And they kind of put their cards on the table and they said what they both want is, is the money and the power to do what they want. That's right. You know what I want? What do you want? Do you want some Castle Corner? Keaton's Castle Corner! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you you guys have castle. enjoyed this. Um, I'm running out of castles, but thankfully Keaton's been to more than I. I have I have been to many many a castle. Uh, you know, and, and today, uh, in honor of the uh, Queen Elizabeth and the English... English soldiers failing at uh, what they tried to do to Mary uh, and Queen Catherine tonight. We're going to talk about Windsor Castle. Windsor Castle is awesome. It's uh, actually where the Queen resides when she's not in Buckingham Palace. Um, Fancy. Most of the time. So it's still active. It's Yes. yes it's the uh, oldest and largest inhabited castle in the world, an official resi- residence of Her Majesty the Queen. Um, let's see. The... Windsor, let's see, highlights include the State Apartments, St. George's Chapel, which is the burial place of 10 monarchs, um, Queen Mary's Dolls, which I've seen, and they're creepy, um, the Drawings Gallery, which is really cool because you can actually see some Leonardo da Vinci sketches, um, and you see a lot That's of... Awesome. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Windsor Castle, when I, I used to live in England, it was my favorite place to bring people. Um, it's just a short train ride outside of London. 
um, and or, or drive. You could even drive there. Um, but it was my favorite place to bring people because it's literally you're just driving kind of down the highway, and all of a sudden there's just giant fortress of a castle, and you're just like, what? And it's huge, and there's an entire town of Windsor is built around it, and it's this round castle and it even has kind of like the remnants of the moat that you can still see ass's milk of ass's milk obviously and um it's just stunning i mean you can tour the entire thing when the queen is not there and i think even parts of it when she is there and i mean the great hall is gorgeous they have all like the knight's shields in this one um huge room and it actually there's a huge fire there uh a little while like in recent years that they had to rebuild a ton of it um, Here's the number one question. How what's much, the number one question? How much, you know, especially in Europe, how much damage did it suffer during the World Wars, if at all? Not as much as like London did, because it was it's pretty far outside of London. Most of the castles that I've visited always suffer from the the most of most of the damage actually happened when this fire um, went fire through it. Now. In I, I believe it was in was it in eighty nine? I'm just trying to see. I don't know. Um, Anyways, if you have a chance, check out Windsor Castle. I will tweet out a picture of when I was at Windsor Castle. Um, yes. with, uh, with Must be 17-year-old to just see this photo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what? No, it was actually it was me when I went on a Euro trip with a bunch of my sorority sisters. So. Exactly. Must be 17 years <laughs> exactly. older to see. That's what we were saying. Uh, we know, since it's inhabited today, yeah. is it, has it been modernized at all? Um, No. I mean, so, some parts and stuff but not like in the way that you would think like you know houses are usually modernized at least the places that we that i've seen and that the public can access and go visit uh it's it's so cool if you go to london make sure to make a trip to windsor castle the town itself that it's that's built around it is is such a cute town too to walk around and eaton college which is actually um the where both uh the princes went to school um, it's just across the river. So you can go to Windsor and then you can go see Eton College, which is where uh, Prince Harry and Prince William uh, both went. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 all I got for Castle Corner today. Is that, is that enough, Phil? Is that good enough? I mean, I'm kind of taking over from you, and I, 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 yeah, I have a lot to live up to. <laughs> I'll take over every now and then. Can, you know what I do want to do? I want to get a song for Castle Corner. So if you guys have any suggestions of songs that we could play when we're getting King ready for Castle Corner, King then in the Castle. King in the Castle. Hashtag, hashtag Castle Corner. <laughs> and uh, tweet at us and let us know, and we'll pick one, and uh, we'll play it next week. Yeah. And if we get a lot of good ones, then we'll play a new one every week. So... Uh, predictions? Good. You ready? Heck yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, it, it looks like everything's kind of coming at us in both ways. We've got Narcisse, and we got the English, and they're ever more approaching. Oh, <laughs> that's the opposite. Just, just I'm just stating um, where we are. He's, he's setting the setting scene. <laughs> yes, no, I, I agree. I think it's going to all come to a point, and I don't think Mary's going to really find, or Catherine's going to find out what's troubling Francis until it all sort of comes to a head. And it's all going to happen at the worst time, which is like when the English invade and Narcisse is like blackmailing him the most. And I think that's when they're going to resolve it. Yeah. I think, 
I think Kenna's going to get away. I mean, we saw kind of the dramatic uh, preview for next week, at least the American preview. I still got to look at the Canadian one because they always give us more in the Canadian one. Thank you, Canada. Um, I, I, they, they kind of set it up like Narcisse catches Lola in like this act or this horrible thing she's doing um, for Francis. But I don't think I don't think she's going to get caught. I think she's going to. Talk her way out of it. I think she's going to talk her way out of it. And I honestly think that she's almost going to be able to save Francis from Narcisse. And I think that's going to make Francis kind of in, not in debt, but admire her. And like, you know, it's going to connect her even more to him, which is going to kind of split that thing with Mary a little bit. It's just, it's going to cause drama. The, the love triangle is going to come back. But I think, I think it will hurt Lola in the end because she is finding him to be intriguing, if nothing else, for that rebellious side. You know, and that's what he keeps pointing to, you know, you are a woman that wants freedom and obviously women can't really have freedom, blah, blah. I think Lola, no, I think Lola's too smart. I honestly think she's, she's now playing the game with him and I think she will win. Like, I, I don't think she's, I think she's thinking like a bunch of steps and I don't think Narcisse is giving her enough credit. So I think he's going to undermine her and she's going to. Dude, she's gonna get him. I also think as playful as tonight was by Lola, it's also just a showcase of how clever she can actually be. Yeah. And so, you know what? A man like that, he can wise up pretty fast. He can. And you know when the writers give us a fun episode like this one, next week is gonna be like, drama, 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 oh my god, ah! Like, Wait, I'm what's be it like, gonna be like? <laughs> I mean, we got what three deaths tonight? We did, we did. We got some usually deaths, we get some a killing, lot more than some that. shanking. So, um, yeah, no, I think Will is gonna almost get get in too deep, but she, I mean, she's so smart. I think she's gonna get out of it some way where she's not ruined forever. Um, you know, I think she's doesn't have a lot besides her the first royal baby kind of semi royal baby. You know, she doesn't have a lot to lose. Like she knows that finding a legitimate husband is probably not going to happen. So why not explore a little fun with Narcisse and, and why sort not of be see a where it goes. Be a Kenna. Get some action, girl. I feel you. Narcisse is Could hot. she marry him, kill him, get the dowry, save everybody? She's already she getting could. the dowry. She, she could. could. That's and I definitely hope she a does. Way. Yeah. That'd be an ultimate Like a win. boss, Lola will do it. Do you know who I missed this episode, though? We didn't see Greer. We didn't. We did she's, not see Greer. She's she's doing on happy things. You know what though? With Castle, Roy. Castle Roy is going to die. Uh, this is a prediction. What? Castle- Get out of here, All right, Sean. You know, Mike. Thank you guys for no, listening. No, no, no. We'll Castle be back Roy, next week. Fania will I, take Keen's no, place. No, yes. no, 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 no. I love Castle Roy, and I love their wedding, and it was very sweet that she kind of was like, "I'm going to stand beside you and your Protestant beliefs and whatever you want, whatever." Um, but obviously, we all know Lathan and her are meant to be together. Thus. Castle Roy is gonna die. Castle Roy is gonna die. Either I, I, he, I think he he will die by the end by the mid season finale. I think he wonderful. Thank you, Keen, for for your thoughts. I love Castle Roy. He's really cute. I really like him. I'm just saying. But you want him dead? Great. I don't want Uh him dead. I'm just saying the the writers will kill him off. Blame it on the writers. Uh, Not me. Seriously, it's a documentary. (laughs) Yeah, Castle Roy lives. (laughs) All right. Look up at history. So where can we find you guys until next week? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JB underscore Zimmerman. And you can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keaton Markey. And what is it, Fania Thomas? Oh, and find Fania at Fania Thomas, I think. And remember, hashtag Castle Corner. Oh, and hashtag Get Keaton on Rain. That was something I did last year all the time. I'm going to continue it this season because I really want to even just, just put me in the corner. I just I will just sit there and not say anything. I just want to be on that show. It's so great. <laughs> you guys would too. Hashtag get all of us on Rain. I party in the in the in court. Still yeah. right. right? There we go. Thank you guys so much for watching. <laughs> what a way to end it. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.